You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less every week. And we're going a little different this week. So Pump just premiered, or not premiered, aired, I should say, tonight. But we decided to wait on New Jersey um, from the last episode so we could cover it all together. And I think we might have been better off waiting possibly another week, but I can't wait any longer to discuss. um, Because we got another TBD thrown our way, um, or a to be uh, continued TBC. TBC. But, I mean... Let's, so let's just start. So two weeks ago, the ladies were getting ready for Mexico. Yes. Mexico, this is probably one of the best trips, housewife trips to recent memory for me. I don't know if I can remember the last time I saw a trip. With, actually, you know what? I say that I'm remembering stuff now. Probably when Beverly Hills and the Coke ac- accusation. Oh, that was really good. But I feel like this trip is so so good so this is coming off the heels of Teresa's um competition yes well, she didn't she... win I was kind of surprised she placed though she yep she placed third and then Frankie Dolores's son got first for their age group so this is kind of her reason to celebrate and get after it and I do love how excited she is about drinking. <laughs> I mean, and like, even with food too, she was like getting, doing all, eating all the chips. She didn't even wait for people when she would order food. So she clearly is, is letting loose and it's fun to see this side of Teresa. Um, but I think there's definitely been some hints dropped that there is trouble in paradise with her and Joe. Oh yeah, I agree. I... Certain comments you can kind of see like, there's a there's definitely a thought in the back of her head that they might not be together when oh, he for gets sure. released. Especially when she talks about how independent she is and how she kind of does what she wants and all this stuff that she doesn't know that she, their relationship will go back. And even Dolores is like, it won't be the same. And I was proud of Dolores for not like for kind of bringing that up because I think some people tread very lightly whenever Joe gets brought up um, in front of Teresa. And I it was really proud of her for basically saying like. Do not let him go back to his old ways. Um, oh, for sure. So fight number one. Yeah, I mean, there are so many. So <laughs> so many. So fight number one, the girls, meaning um, Dolores, Jackie, Marge. Melissa. Go and, chip, and Melissa, yeah. Chip in on a necklace for Teresa to congratulate her. That says, um, was it, did it say strong? Yeah, with, in diamonds. And diamonds. So they got this awesome necklace and presented it to her. And I guess Jennifer, did she chip in or did she not? She did. So I think, well, at the 
at the jewelry store, it's Melissa, Jackie, and Marge. That's it. And they'd already talked to Dolores, and I said, we'll reach out to Danielle and Jennifer and include everybody in this gift, which you think, like, oh, that's so sweet. And then they give the gift to Teresa at in Mexico at, like, the first dinner. Yep. And Jennifer has had a little bit too much tequila. And it was so odd. Like, I get her point of being, like, my brother's a jeweler. We should have gone to him. He would have gotten us a better deal. But she could have just brought that up, like, behind the scenes. And how did she not know they weren't getting her a necklace? Like, if someone's like, oh, I want to get a group gift for somebody, maybe they were all just like, sure, I'm in. But I'd always be like, oh, what are we getting her? Like, this, this sounds like a great idea. But uh, she got really upset that they did not she go got to her brother. really upset. Tequila, bye-bye Tequila Katie from Pump, because this Tequila Jennifer is, like, the new sheriff in town. She, so she basically, I can't remember who started this fight. If it was Marge, I think it was Jennifer because she gets mad at Marge and implying that she didn't get invited and asked. And yeah, Marge which was says bizarre. She did. Yeah. So Marge is like pushing back. And then Jennifer. And said that she did. I think it was very, like a lot of mean things were said. But that was really, really rude because Jennifer, the, I mean, this is all about giving Teresa a gift. It's not about who they got it from or where they went. It was, they were proud of Teresa for completing the competition and Jennifer goes it's ugly which it was but it was so rude to say that as you're giving someone the gift oh for sure and she had it on yeah it was just really I'm sure this wasn't a cheap necklace and then Marge Marge I mean without a like without a blink of an eye attacks her lips which I mean the funny thing is everything that was said is very out of line but I like agreed with all of it I thought the necklace was kind of ugly. It wouldn't be something I would personally wear on a frequent basis. And then, yeah, Marge tells Jennifer that her mouth looks like a monkey's asshole. A monkey's asshole. It was yeah. lined. It, it, I agree. It looked a little off. Something looked a little off. But the response back was so great. A monkey's asshole that you would probably suck, I think is what she said. Oh, oh right? yeah. A monkey's asshole that you would probably suck. Yeah. Like, it sounded like little kids in school where you're trying to I like that she said probably, too. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to go all in because I don't know if you would suck a monkey's asshole, but I'm going to say you probably would. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. So that was the first TV, yeah, TVC. TVC. And then I will say, I part of me feels like production's really, like, trying to get Jennifer and March to, like, hate each other because you could kind of see these, like – like storms brewing and then it seems like so then they'll cut like so then we, the episode starts and like you know it's a new day and they're all getting ready to go about their activities and it kind of seems like both of them were sort of like you know what I'm just gonna act like it's no big deal I'm not gonna let it ruin anyone's trip we already got in a fight so Marge and Jackie and Dolores decide to go to the pool and then Danielle Teresa Melissa and Jennifer go shopping yes and then Dolores and Jackie, were you thrown off by their bonding over eating disorders? I had no idea with Dolores. And at first when she said, I'm going to show you a picture, I was guessing because of like the whole bodybuilding thing that maybe she got to a point where she was just so focused on it that it became unhealthy. But when she showed the picture, I mean, she was alarmingly thin. Her arm was like my pinky. It was crazy. It was crazy. But I was just kind of just thrown off guard that these two women haven't been like buddy buddy, but the two thing the one thing they bond over is their eating disorders. It was just interesting. I thought it was made a little bit more genuine too that Dolores waited until like the second time that Jackie brought it up because she could have brought it up at the dinner, 
when Jackie first true. told everyone, but I think she's like, I don't want to, this is Jackie's yeah, smaller time. Smaller setting. Yeah. And so I think it made it made me think like, I bet I'm going to place a bet that next season, Jackie and Dolores are like each other's best friends. Oh, that's a really good bet. I like that. Yeah. So Jackie plans like a, tr- like something for them to get together and do camel rides. But before the camel rides, Teresa, Danielle, Melissa, and Jennifer go shopping. And Danielle is like, this is great. Somebody else might hate Marge and I am going to just make sure that I get momentum to have everyone hate Marge. And it was so obvious and so ridiculous. And I'm so glad Melissa is seeing through all the bullshit. Because Melissa got pissed at Danielle. Basically was like, I don't know why. Like they both said stuff inappropriate. I don't know why you're trying to get everybody against Marge. Oh, yeah. So basically Danielle is saying that she goes below the belt. Everyone goes below the belt. Everyone's wrong in their own rights, but she goes below the belt and insults Marge and says, well, no one, she doesn't speak to her children. My children are with me all the time. When have you ever seen her with her children? And And Melissa is like, no, like you do not speak about children. Like her eyes go red. And it was instant. Like the second she said that you could see her, like, we don't like, we don't do the children, which I was really glad that it, like, I thought that it was squashed, but then (laughs) we get to dinner. Oh yeah. We get, well, wait, is this after the camel camel rides went well? Well, they haven't gone camel riding yet. They're still at dinner. (laughs) There's so many, there's so many dinner fights. It's hard to keep up. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they're at like the beach, beach side dinner where they're eating outside. Yeah. And, um, so they're all sitting outside and they're eating and I don't know why it came back up. Something, Jennifer said something. Oh, Jennifer starts bringing up the whole, the, the mom situation that Marge's mom's with married men and Marge has been with married men. And, um, I forget, I forgot how she says it, but then Marge is quick to say, well, your husband sleeps in the pool house. And, and she's like, I don't care where my husband sleeps. And she's like, well, is that because he's in his girlfriend's bed? And she did say it with like so much confidence. A part of me was like, Oh, maybe this is like, Oh my gosh. So much confidence. And without like, she is cool as a cucumber. I mean, she, she was like eating her arguments. out, but she's like in between a bite. <laughs> she's like, Oh, in his girlfriend's bed. I mean, it was so casual. Clearly Jennifer gets upset. Danielle, of course, up Jennifer's butt is like, she's malicious. This is horrible. But what was nice, and the one thing I like about New Jersey, like if this would have been in the OC, the other women would be like, Marge, we're in your corner. That's, you know, that was so wrong of her to bring up your mom. They were all quick to say, you just hit below the belt too. Like you both are on the wrong, but what you did was not right. Oh, for sure. And like, even in the moment, so obviously Jennifer's getting upset that there's an accusation about her relationship and her marriage and Marge like very casually is like well that hit a nerve yeah so cold it was I I mean damn (laughs) this and like people this wasn't even like the top of it so I mean like just wait as you're watching this you're thinking like oh this is it oh my gosh it was so bad so then Jennifer storms off Danielle capitalizes on this moment and gets even more like you know, to get her more against Marge, which take Danielle outside of it. If I were Jennifer, I don't know that I would be a fan of Marge either. And I totally agree. She made a point and she's saying, once you put that stuff out there, it it never goes away. And she's right. Like people are going to be like wondering, like, is there some truth to this? Is it? And Marge was the first to say, I don't even know. I made it up. I was just pissed. She hurt me. Um, 
so, but I, I think like those are the things though, that like these rumors start and it's really hard then to, to keep it under control. Oh, for sure. And then, I mean, the weirdest part though, and I'm sure Marge felt stupid, but she admitted that she just made it up and wanted to hurt her. Yeah. Which, so perhaps, so then, you know, Danielle's like, she, Marge is malicious. And I think Danielle's like, I want them basically like fist fighting each other. But Jennifer was quick to say, like, I just need a minute to cool down and I'm going to go back and I'm just going to sit down and I'm not going to let it ruin my night or anyone else's night. And like within seconds of her sitting down, Marge goes, I'm sorry, you hurt me. So I went, I went and hurt you. I was wrong. I shouldn't have said it. Um, you know, I, I don't know anything about your marriage. I don't think your husband's cheating. I don't know that he's cheating. And I just thought like in that moment, it made me realize how much I think this is, this fight's being produced because they both just like, the second it happens, they both are just like calm and okay with it pretty quickly, which would yeah. lead me to think that they're, they, they don't hate each other basically. Oh yeah. And I think too, they've been, I don't know that they're buddy, buddy, but even during the baby shower, they yeah. were both there. And they and comment on each other's stuff in like a funny manner. Not in a, like a, I hate you manner. Yeah. I don't think they're probably like best friends, but I think they're, there's no beef. I, I think it's over with. I agree. I think everyone yeah. keeps perpetuating it and bringing it up. So, so then the camel, now rides. we're at the camel rides and that would, I mean, I think the camel ride would find, I love though that Danielle, so Marge and Jennifer are both just decided like, they're not going to let it, like, I think they're both still mad and they probably are going to have a talk when they get home, but neither one of them wants this to ruin everyone's trip. They're over it. They were like joking with each other, like from across the camels and stuff like that. And Danielle is pissed because I think Danielle just wants them to hate each other and just fight constantly. Um, Cause she even like clipped her, like one of her interviews and she's like, they're acting like nothing happened. So clearly well, that was her first interview too. Yeah. I didn't catch that. It that was. was her first interview of the season. Um, I was actually wondering when she was actually going to be like when they were going to use her, which I think just goes to show that like, she is not, what they see is like a main character with the show, which thank God, let's get rid of her. But um, that response, I was like, oh, Jen, like Danielle is not going to let this go. So she just is, keeps waiting for this moment to stir the pot. So at the final supper, the final dinner of the trip, Danielle decides she's just going to start throwing all the shit out there that she possibly can. Also knowing that Jennifer has probably had 12 tequila shots and is oh, yeah. hammered. It was and the, like, everyone was good. They had a good afternoon. Like, they were like, let's have a great night tonight. They were getting I, along I mean, the dinner, before. The dinner yeah. started great. And then I forgot who brought it up. Yeah, you're right. It was Danielle. So she brings Kinda it up. And then. Brings it up. Um, and then she brings up the whole. So she's trying to get. She's trying to get Jennifer to be mad at Marge again. And it doesn't really seem like it's happening. And so then. Um, Jackie jumps in and it's like, this is stupid, you know, like you both, you know, both Marge and Jennifer said things inappropriately. So then Teresa's saying, yeah, but you don't talk about a husband. And so everyone's kind of getting involved and Danielle, you know, says something again. And Marge is basically is like, I don't know why you're trying to like, start with me. You're irrelevant yeah. to me. Yes. And, and she brings up the children. That's when Danielle like really ruffled Marge's feather. And I love that Marge threw a wine glass at her and then walks away. Like, oh, Marge. She just, like, was amazing this episode. Like, this oh whole my, trip. I mean, she was, like, I – she did not seem frazzled at all. I've like, never, she was, yeah, like – I've never thrown oh. a wine glass, but I guarantee you after I did, I'd either then be lunging at someone or I'd be, like, shaking and cowering in a corner. 
I mean, I think I would. I don't know what I would do. I, I think I would do the nervous laughter where someone would probably <laughs> just sit there like really crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think I would start laughing like a fool. So then, okay, so Marge storms off. And so then we're just left with. And Jackie uh, decides to go to Marge. Goes after Marge. So yeah. then we're left with just Dolores, Melissa, Danielle, and. Jennifer um, and Teresa. Jennifer and Teresa. And they're kind of rehashing everything. And oh my gosh, I'm not gonna lie, Abby, I watched this part probably a couple times. I had to keep rewinding. One, Jennifer was being really annoying because so in the midst of the uh, glass being thrown, Danielle starts throwing anything she can find, and like security jumps in because she's like lunging at Marge, and uh, Melissa says something like, kind of starts saying like, "You're overreacting. You can't bring the kids up. I'm not mad at you for throwing a glass at me." And she's and. Jennifer was like, I didn't throw a glass. Oh, honey, if I threw a glass at you, you would know. Like it was so oh my, obnoxious. It was so obnoxious, but it was so good. I like it was such good. T- I mean, I would be lying if I wasn't entertained oh, by it. Like she, it was you like loved so good to hate her this episode. Like she just, oh, she did so well. It was she amazing. Delivered. Yeah. yeah. So they. So then all of a sudden, it was like a switch came on Jennifer's. Like She's, I don't know what yeah. happened. She basically takes her wine glass, slams it against the table, it breaks. And like, see, you know when I break a glass or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know when I break a glass and Melissa goes gangster. Like, I don't even think Melissa's from the streets, but she turned straight. It was like, amazing. Gangster. And, and was about to cut a bit. The other thing, too, prior to this is I was really glad Melissa called out Teresa. And she's like, you are drinking Danielle's Kool-Aid. And I don't know why Teresa... Even in her interviews, is like what Marge did was out of line. Uh, I don't know why she's so mean to Danielle. Like, I don't know what's going on with Teresa and why she's so in Danielle's corner. I don't either. The only thing I can think of, and it's not even logical, because Teresa is clearly like a ride or die bitch. But it makes me wonder if Danielle has really, truly been there for her with everything with Joe and has maybe done a lot for her family. Could be. I don't know. That's the only logical thing I can think of as to why you would keep like you feel like you owe this person something because they've been there, were there for you in a hard time. So that's the only logical Teresa Judice way that I could think that can maybe make sense. But I don't get it. I mean, the bitch is crazy. So I'm so so crazy. I'm hoping that because so much of the divorce is played out, that she won't be around next season. Uh, that we'll just finally be rid of Danielle. But you're, so then, yes, Jennifer breaks the glass, and I mean, it seems like so. Melissa goes full on gangster. But then Dolores, it seems like Dolores and Jennifer get in a fight. But before we get to that, we get another to be continued. Oh, my God. But it's it was that I was not expecting that. Like, I, I feel like so much of the housewives and we've talked about this before, but sometimes it feels a little scripted, especially when you have seasoned housewives and you're not you're kind of used to similar drama and similar storylines, but this was like, unlike anything I've seen in a while it was so good, but <laughs> it seemed real. I don't think this seemed, I would say some of the fights leading up to it, I thought felt kind of like forced a little bit, particularly between Jennifer and March. But at the end, I'm like, that was all just like rage. And it was crazy. It was crazy. I do think that the last episode of this season will be at this weird anniversary party that Jennifer invited. Yes, everyone to. She was, I also want to say, I hate saying it, but an anniversary party, vow renewal, it is the kiss of death in reality TV. I am just going to say it. 
I think in like three to five years, they might be divorced because I know, I, I can't think of anybody that's renewed that's lasted another couple of years. Kim and Croy. Oh, you're right. Well, <laughs> we still got some time. But like, yeah, we do still have some time. Ramona, Vicky. Um, I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting right now. Uh, I'm sure Nene and Greg. Yeah, but they've been pre so off and on. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But I cannot wait. It, Jersey's good. It's I feel been like so the good. I love Jersey. Everything else this has been a great, great season so far. I think we only have like two episodes left. That's what I think. Yeah, I because um, with Beverly Hills starting next week, it would lead me to believe that they're starting right as uh, New Jersey and Atlanta are ending, and then a month later, New York comes back on. Yes. So, I mean, we're we're getting near the end, but it was we a are great getting near trip. the end. Well, it was a great trip. It was so fun. So, and like we were saying, I think the best part was majority of it didn't feel that staged. Then we go back to Pump, and they had been on such a good streak of like great episodes. But I have to say, the Tom Tom opening, meh. I just wasn't that exciting. No, it wasn't that exciting. It just felt like you said, it just, this season has felt especially staged. The last two episodes that we had, not at so much, and maybe that's due to editing. I don't know. But this whole Tom Tom opening was just very, like, I don't know, guy. It was just. And I, uh, I have to wonder if Daily Mail TV was like, we're going to sponsor your party, but you have to say the Daily Mail TV party a minimum of 50 times per episode in order for us to pay you. <laughs> yes. I mean, it was said so much. It's like, oh, it's the, the soft opening. It's the Daily Mail TV soft opening. Daily Mail TV is paying for us to do this. Daily oh Mail TV wants uh, James as a DJ. I'm like, oh, my God, we get it. Daily Mail TV is hosting this party. Oh, my gosh. So before we get to the party, so James is going to be – a DJ at the party. Yes. And he's at his house and Schwartz is going to, is came, went over to check on him. He's our first crier of the episode. So he goes in to check on him, to check on the playlist. Um, he kind of starts talking somehow girls night in comes up yeah. and James just loses his shit and is pissed at everyone and throws in his very James way insults, like goes below the, belt but also like it's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i know it's me i just feel bad for the guy i i I really do too um i think just knowing like his history now like seeing more of like i mean basically his mom it sounds like wasn't really a mom to him and you see a preview for next week when she says was i not a good mother your first steps were in a tiffany's and that to me as a mom i'm like oh my god like you think because of like the status of the places that you're taking your kid, you're a good parent, but you were never even, were you there emotionally oh. there to support them? Awful. And so it, I think I have a soft spot for him. Cause I just think like, I couldn't imagine going through that type of childhood. Um, and I mean, I th- he truly has a drinking problem, but everyone around him does. So who's going to help lift him up and all oh, his friends sure. work in bars. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, as a part of that conversation before he got upset, I almost forgot to mention this. James is, like, wanting to make amends with Lala. I I feel like he goes – he almost is so um, kind of reactive. Like, he's like, I want to make it right. I will write a letter without, like, thinking, like, how this could impact his relationship with Raquel because Raquel and Lala don't get along, but he's not thinking about that. I I think it's odd how 
invested he is into becoming friends with Lala again when she's kind of said like we can be cool but like she's not putting as much effort into it so I, I was actually glad that Raquel noticed it because at times I feel like she's just like this like walking robot and um so I was glad that she was like you know how do you think this how is this gonna make me feel what am I gonna do am I supposed to hang out with Randall so I, I think it was- no I thought she made a good point yeah. I was actually impressed I was like oh that's a really good point selfishly I like them together Lala and James I always like their friendship but I think she brings a good point yeah um so then they're um so we, we have that as the first cry and then the second cry is Sheena and Lala get coffee together uh and before Sheena starts crying she says that she and Adam are in a hang and bang relationship <laughs> which I think that is like- sums it up like, I think that's what we used to say, like, friends with benefits. Um, yeah, no, it's hang and bang. I kind of like that, though. No, it's catchy. I, I think it needs to be a T-shirt. Um, there's a catchy. lot of T-shirt ideas in this yes. episode. But yes. so then she starts crying because basically she realizes she's annoying and the girls don't like her. And Lala wants to take everyone on a girl's trip on the private jet or the PJ. The P. The PJ. The J. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, she basically is trying to, like, Lala in her interview sees how everyone is a little annoyed with Sheena. But she also, like, she's trying to have a heart-to-heart with Sheena. It's like, well, you're open and honest with me. Can't you be like that with everyone else? And she starts to cry. And it's just all sorts of weird. Yeah. That part I thought was a little, like, I don't know. Sheena, I think, is just annoying and is just trying her best to, like, stay important so that she'll be on the show. Um, so her cry was a little much. Now I will say <laughs> we go to James or not James Jack's and it's his birthday and he's, um, getting lunch with Brittany and it like, it really broke my heart that he said his mom for the first time in his, you know, 39 years of life did not call him on his birthday. I, I, I get that they're not, they don't agree with the way his dad's cancer was handled. So I'm sure his mom feels guilty and doesn't like whatever's being said. And there's a lot of tension there, but as a mother, I could just, I, I could never be so mad at my kids. I wouldn't call them on their birthday. Oh, not at all. And especially with the story he was telling that she always talked about his delivery yeah. and how that always tells the story about it. And that is like for your kid, especially if he's the first in his family, I'm not sure or not, but that's something you, I mean, you don't forget period, but especially with your first, yeah. um, if he's the first, but it's just, I don't know, that I, I felt bad for him. And a part of me, and I don't know, there's obviously layers to the story. A part of me wishes he would just pick up the phone and call his mom. and I'm say, sure like, we brought hey. up the reunion. I think he's probably going to say, like, they're – or what's going to happen is next season when it's Brittany and Jack's planning their wedding, that's going to be, like, the emotional thing is he's going to, oh, like, reconcile sure. with his mom and she's going to show up at the wedding. Oh, that's actually a very good theory. I just thought of that right now as I was like speaking. Wow, out, like, wow. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! If you're not, if you weren't planning on doing that, you should do that. Um, yeah, it would make it really good. But then, so now we're we're getting close to more people crying. So the Toms are running like crazy, trying to get everything done for their party. Lisa is running around. So many things are now where they're supposed to be at Tom Tom. There's not toilet seats on toilets. There's no ice. I think they have no air conditioning. Um, and there was, it was kind of a mess the day of the party. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's how it always is in any of these shows. Like when you watch a lot of HGTV, you're just so used to like, oh my God, how are we going to get it all done? Yeah. And then magically it does. It works exactly. out. Exactly. But before we get to everything working out, Schwartzy tells Lisa that he, all who he's invited and Kristen was on the list. And Lisa says, no, Kristen can't come. This is supposed to be the Daily Mail TV party. Um, <laughs> so they can say it one more time. And so he texts her. And of course, she's already getting ready. And basically, she starts crying. And like a couple scenes later, we see her eating pasta in bed alone while still wearing her <laughs> outfit that she was going to go out in. And take, she took a shot of Tito's. And I'm just like, why don't you just why don't her I'm, car I'm just go to dinner? Like, go out yeah. just the two of you. I'm actually surprised she didn't ambush the party. I was waiting for that. I was actually really proud of her for not. But it actually would have been pretty. I mean, it would have been great TV. I wonder if Lisa showed up for it. But Lisa was drunk. Oh my gosh, she was hammered, which you never see. But you could tell, like, her mouth, like, I don't know. She has like this grin, yeah, drunken grin on her face. She's reminding me a lot of Schwartzy. Yeah, actually drunk. It was so cute. So then, of course, both the Toms cry because they're so excited to see this bar that's theirs, which that was cute. I think that was, like, genuine. Um, and it was – I mean, the bar looks amazing. I know you've been, but, I mean, it yeah. looks awesome. No, it's beautiful. It's really, really pretty. Um, it looks exactly like it does. It's kind of long and narrow. I mean, it was dark in there when I went, so I feel like if – if I were to go back, I'd want to go during the daytime because it looks so nicely lit in there. Um, the patio looked really pretty, but it's it's a really cool space. They did a good job with it. I know. I want to go see it now. Maybe we'll have to take a trip. Yes. But if we're yes, there, yes. let's hope they have chairs and that we don't have to sit on toilet paper. Oh, my gosh. Like James. Poor James. They don't, DJ. There was no DJ booth. I mean, it was like a little square, but there, apparently there was no like electricity or anything because they have all of his DJ stuff. And essentially, like, what I'm guessing is supposed to be a supply closet. Oh, it was hilarious. And honestly, when I was there, there wasn't – I don't know where they would put a DJ booth. It looked like it like, was, like, small. I didn't look like it was a huge space. No, it's not huge. So I don't know where they would put it. But it was so funny. So next week, we get to see where the girls trip, which yes. I'm kind of hoping there's some drama with and the There girls definitely has it, to be. They're not going to all go in a city drinking wine and not get in a fight. Yes. I cannot wait. It's so good. Well, we're getting close to wrapping up. So it's the time of the episode where we do our shout out and we are going to give the shout out to a monkey's asshole. I mean, <laughs> Jennifer's lips. Um, no, Jennifer was just what makes reality TV so amazing. I mean, if you didn't have Jennifer in the season of Jersey, there would be no season of Jersey. And I will say I was not her biggest fan until if you look at her comments when people make fun of her, she has a great sense of humor because she just kind of like rolls with it and makes fun of herself as well. Yes. I don't agree with a lot of the things she has said or how she has portrayed herself in some rights, but I can appreciate someone that has a good sense of humor and she's very responsive um, to people who interact with her online. So I got to give her some props there. Well, that does it. So thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed listening to us, please, please, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. And follow us at Real Moms of Bravo on Instagram. Our stories are always entertaining. Glimpses of Bravo life and mom life uh, in one. 
and we'll catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.